Get ready for comedy. Elmo's horny. Politics. The gay spin on the story was like, Queen Elizabeth fucking loves us. Pop culture. I'm not a sports fan. I don't follow this shit. Sexual harassment of celebrity guests. And you are always welcome in my apartment in New York City. And by my apartment, I mean my bed. <laughs> and poetry. Hotter than Vesuvius, more well endowed than the Mastodon. It's the Adam Sank Show on Derek and Romaine 2.0. And for the next hour, you're in the ass. Oh, fuck yeah. And now, the one, the only, Adam Sank! Bottom. Hello, it's Adam Sank. Welcome to the ass. Does this sound lower than it was for the last show, or am I having a You're stroke? You're just going deaf. I'm going deaf. It could be that I'm going deaf. I'm at that age. Um, hey, everyone. Today is... Uh, oh, JB cut the date off this rundown, so I don't know what today's date is. It is it's think, actually on the last page of the second of the first page. It's, it does that weird stuff when it prints uh, out. Could it be the 21st? It's Sunday. I think it's Sunday, April 22nd. Yes, 22nd. That this episode is premiering. Obviously, we are not live, so don't call in. But do tweet about us. Post about us on social media. Um, Nick, last week... Oh, this is Nick Dale, by the way. Hello. My beautiful and uh, comely co-host for... Again, there's the word comely. I love the word comely. It is a word. What, is, what does that it, mean? It, it's an old-fashioned word that means like beautiful. It was comely? used to describe women. Yeah, comely. Okay. C o m e l y. But it sounds so filthy. I've been called worse. I mean, you've done worse. Yeah. But Nick is here again. And last week, I forgot to tease uh, and promote Nick's social media, and he is a social media guru. Guru. So, Nick, tell people where how they can follow you before we even um, get started on this show. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Nick Deo. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at NSDeo. Why is and, it different? Because uh, the guy, oh, don't get me started. This guy, guy on Instagram has the Nick Deo handle, and he has 12 followers, and it's all his mom and Fuck his family. him. And I've sent him so many messages. I'm like, I will buy it from you. I've, he won't I've give tried, up Nick Deo. And I've tried. The only thing I haven't done is use my connection at Instagram to get it shut down because I'm not. Do it, hunty. Be that. But anyway, yeah, uh, I post a lot of butt pics, I guess. So. On NSDAO. And Nick has a beautiful, hairless ass, I have been told. Um, so Nick is back with us again this week. Please uh, leave your ratings and reviews on iTunes. Most of you listen to this show on iTunes because you don't even know how to listen to it on the website. But the website is adamsank.com slash podcast. That's how you can listen to the brand new episode every Sunday at 3 o'clock. And then the next day I upload it to iTunes and it lives there forever. But if you're listening on iTunes, post a review. Leave a rating, preferably five stars. Like the Adam Sank Show Facebook page. And above all, the, if you don't do any of those things, do this. Donate to my AIDS Walk page. Go to adamsank.com. All the money goes to support GMHC and other AIDS services organizations. Um, today, Nick, we have two really fabulous guests coming into the studio. I'm very excited. I know I wear my blazer and everything just to impress them. We haven't had a lot of drag queens on this show, and we've had none in studio. Marty Gould Cummings was supposed to be in studio, but she wasn't. She was on the phone. But these two allegedly are going to be here. It's Honey Davenport and Sasha Pierce Davenport, both from the legendary House of Davenport. And legendary they are. Uh, it's a legendary house. Reasons, really. Yeah. No, it's a fabulous house. They are fabulous queens. They're two of the most popular queens in New York, and I am excited to be talking to them. But first, we're going to do something we've never done before, Nick. We are going to start with a cocktails and cock talk story. Oh, 
And now, time for another stupid story from Cocktails at Cocktalk.com. Yeah, suck my cock. Do you like that bumper? Oh, it's lovely. Ryan hated it at first, but now he likes it. Why would he hate it? He doesn't like the cocktails. That like creepy voice. Oh. Yeah, that's that's the creepy part of that <laughs> bumper, you're sure. Well, this is a story that not only ran on cocktails and cock talk, it ran in many newspapers and websites, but um, technically it did run on cocktails and cock talk. And here's the story. A straight guy is suing Equinox Gym here in New York City after three men masturbated at him in the steam room. How dare they? <laughs> this is actual audio of what went on shortly after he left the steam room. He claims that three men... Um, okay, here's the quote. He, this is what he, uh, he told the New York Post. Quote, I'm relaxing. I'm sitting in the corner. It's very meditative. The steam clears and I look across from me. This is very poetic. This gentleman, sitting pretty close, his towel is open. His legs are spread and he's looking right at me. And the guy next to him was rubbing the man's inner thigh. He's looking right at me, his towel's off, and he's masturbating. After noticing a third man, he confessed, quote, I thought, no escape. I'm going to be sexually assaulted. End quote. Cocktails and Cock Talk says, while we're sure many of the other steam room frequenters would have seen this as a good time, he was clearly not one of them. He claims that after the incident, he informed the front desk only for them to not to do anything. Boy, that's badly written. I, I need to write for this website. <laughs> only for them not to do anything is not proper grammar. Cocktails and Cock Talk. Um, anyway, they go on to say, come on, Equinox, at least go in there with a broomstick and a garbage lid and scare them off. Uh, the the man who's suing Equinox is a single dad, and he fumed that, quote, Equinox has known for as much as 10 years prior that similar wrongful acts were occurring in its steam showers. I don't know how, how he knew that it was going on for 10 years unless he had been witnessing it Apparently for 10 years. Apparently like he was, he was there with it. He was yeah. doing the jerking off too, and then one day... Someone denied him, and he didn't like being denied. That's so what I'm thinking. now he's telling everyone that this is a terrible place. But we all know, honeys, use gays. Quick question, That was though. JB weighing in on the story. Wait, let me just finish the story. The manager of Equinox responded by saying, it is a problem, and it's something that every gym in New York City, not just Equinox, has an issue with. But he is suing, I guess, for emotional distress, and I have a lot of thoughts on this story. We're going to spend a lot of time today talking about this topic and this lawsuit. Nick Dale, you say what? I just, I, my eyes cannot roll back in my head far enough for this. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. First the lawsuit all, is my ridiculous? Qu my question is, is he hot? I didn't see a picture. Because that Probably that, not. That depends. It, it wouldn't happen. Well, there you go. It, it wouldn't happen. Well, if he really wasn't hot, they, if he weren't hot, they wouldn't have been jerking off in front of him. They would have waited till he left. The fact that he has the details of like how long this has been going on allegedly mm. and, and, and how long the management has turned a blind eye tells me that there's an ulterior motive here. Like that, come on. Perhaps. I thought a lot about this because my immediate reaction was the same as yours. I was like, bitch, please. Like, first of all, you go into a steam room in a gym in New York City and probably anywhere there's got to be at least some level of consciousness that this does go on. And if you're not into it, you're not going to get sexually assaulted. No one's going to touch you if you're not into it. Just get up and leave. That was my immediate reaction. Yep. And then I thought about it and I thought, okay, let's look at it 
from a straight person's perspective. And I've talked to straight people in my life about what goes on in steam rooms, and they're shocked. They have no idea. Like, I, I've, I've had this conversation with a lot of straight male comedians at comedy clubs. They're like, wait a second. You, there are blowjobs happening in the steam room? And I'm like, constantly <laughs> play this down. They have no idea. Women really have no idea because this never happens. No, no, nothing similar happens in, in women's steam rooms. This is more audio from Nick Dale's last visit to the gym. Not wrong. <laughs> so, I'm, so, so wait, so I'm thinking if you are... I'm a, really not focusing on if you're tr- If you're truly a clueless straight guy and you go into the, a steam room and suddenly people's dicks are out and there's activity happening, I can see it being really upsetting if men were doing that in front of women, we would call that assault, right? We would we would say that the the woman was essentially being not assault, but but certainly harassment. harassment that she was being least. sexually sure. harassed. Yeah. We don't condone it when men do it in front of women. The fact that it's so normal to us doesn't mean that it should be going on. Like technically, we shouldn't be having sex in public. There should be safe spaces, as in a public steam room at a public gym where someone can go in and not have to see sex going on. So I can see where people are angry and or upset by this. At the same time, it's such a part of gay culture and always has been that we it's so normalized for us. We don't see it as their we, we see it as a victimless crime. Right. Let me tell you a little story. Please. So I was I was at my desk at work minding my own damn business and my my coworker come up to me. She's like, "Hey, can I talk to you for a minute?" And I was like, "Sure." And so, like, we go off into the gay or straight coworker. She is a straight woman uh-huh. um, who has a boyfriend. And so she's like, "I have a quick question for you." She's like, "What's the whole like subculture subtext of a steam room at a gym?" And I immediately was like, "Like what?" And so she's like, "Yeah," because my boyfriend um, mentioned like, and we were in a group of friends, and he mentioned that like, "Oh, it's so great to like." relax after a workout in the sauna in the steam room and all of his friends straight men were like bro what and she was like i don't understand what's going on like what and, and neither did he and so he genuinely was clueless about it the whole right. context you know context of you know rub and tug and stuff like that so i definitely think that there is some degree of naivety on on the behalf of straight men but i also think that you have to understand that that's going to happen I don't know. I'm very conflicted about. I don't think anybody should be put in a situation where they feel like they are being sexually harassed, sexually assaulted, and stuff like that. Absolutely not. But also at the same time, like to your point, get up and walk out. Like you don't need the fact that he's making a whole. But how is that different from saying to a woman who's being harassed, like, "We'll just leave the situation," you know? Like, yeah, women do leave if they can, but that doesn't make make the harassment okay. I'm not. I'm not excusing it. I'm not saying the harassment is. Okay. I have an actual Go ahead, question. Like, okay, so like, because my picture of harassment is the act of harassing to the person, not of like. It sounds like the story was that they were just jerking off, and he just happened to be there. It wasn't like they was jerking off towards him. Which then I understand if it's harassment, because if it's because if females in that context, then yeah, if they jerk off towards her, that's harassment. But the eye like, contact, though. Well, here's here's where it gets really complex and it's a great question jb if you've ever engaged in this and i have once or twice (laughs) then you know how it works right you're in there and at first like let's say there's like 
four guys. Like there was, there were four guys in this situation. Three who wanted to play around, and one who allegedly didn't. When you're in that situation and you're you're got your towels on and everyone's kind of looking around, there's a game that happens where one person kind of tugs at themselves through the towel, like maybe just like adjusts, and then you wait and you see if someone else does it. And then the next person does it. And it becomes like this like monkey see, monkey do thing where after a while, when you know that everyone's into it and everyone is now rubbing themselves through the towel, then the towels open, then the dicks come out, then it becomes like, okay, let's see what happens from here. That's how it's supposed to unfold. What makes it what makes this story strange to me is that these three would just start jerking off without any signal from him. Because if there's one guy in there who isn't into it and doesn't isn't doing what the rest of us are doing, I'm not it going further. It, it yeah. shuts down, right? Yeah. I've never been in steam rooms. So I don't know. Please enlighten me. I know what happens in steam rooms, but I don't know the etiquette. This is how rooms. this is the etiquette. Like okay. if like, and I'll tell you a story. I wasn't going to tell this story, but but why not? It's kind of a good story. <laughs> At uh, Crunch Gym, which now the steam room is permanently closed, thanks to this one guy that Scott Hernandez and I discussed on the show at length. I'm not going to say his name, but he's a former porn star who got the steam room shut down. I remember this story. Because he couldn't handle there being gay activity going on. Okay, back in the day when it was Gold's Gym, that steam room was happening. And there were two rows of seats in the steam room. It was like... um, like two benches, a lower one and an upper one. So it could fit like 15 people at once. And it was just like an all out orgy sometimes. But once again, only if every single person had signaled that he was into it. So I'm in there once and it was packed. And there's a guy sitting behind me. I'm on the lower bench. He's on the upper bench. So his legs are kind of on either side of me. And he's like pushing his hard dick against my back. And everyone is kind of rubbing through their towels and everyone's looking around. And it's it's clear to all of us that every single person is ready. Right. Right. But no one's actually doing anything. Everyone still has their towels on. The guy who's poking his dick against me, no one can see what he's doing because he's I'm blocking him. Right. Right. So I'm like, well, I'm going to get this party started. (laughs) I'm going to be that bitch. I'm going to I'm always that bitch. So and by the way, I now go to a gym that doesn't have a steam room just for the record. But I'm so sorry. So <laughs> sorry for your loss. <laughs> so I turn my neck around like a dinosaur and I just <gasps> yes. just put the whole thing in my mouth. Yes. No way. And at that moment in front of everybody. Yes. <gasps> and at that moment, I hear this guy. Are you going to play a sound effect? Yes, queen. Thank you. At that moment, as the dick's in my mouth, I hear from across the steam room, oh, my God. <laughs> that was me. And I and I stop, and I turn my head face forward, and this guy stands up, and just you can just see he's just in a daze. Like, he can't believe what he just saw, and he just kind of shakes his head and walks out. And the rest of us kind of looked at each other like, oh, shit. We did not was, read the room. There was one person that wasn't into this. And we kind of, it was so funny because we all kind of looked at each other like, should we stop or should we So about that dick in my mouth. Yeah, and then it just was like a free-for-all and everyone started going at it. So What gym was this? This was at Crunch, but it was used to be called Gold's. Before it got shut down. On 54th. It got shut down very recently, yeah. So the moral of that story, which I hope you all enjoyed, and I do hope my parents listen to this episode, (laughs) is you 
sometimes think you have everyone's assent or consent, but you don't necessarily. And that could be what happened here. Sure. And that's that's a very fair and important thing to get. Everybody needs to be on board if you're going to do that kind of thing. Or, again, to play the devil's advocate, don't do it. It doesn't really belong in a gym steam room. I mean, it doesn't. You're going to have I a hate hard to time be a- selling that, though, to people who go to the gym for that reason. But what about the straight people who go who just want to work out? Or, by the way, the gay people who just want to go to the gym and don't want to do anything sexual. There's plenty of those, too. Look, I've been in, I've been in saunas and steam rooms where I was not feeling that vibe, and I just politely get up and walk out. I'm not saying the onus is but on the person. But should you have to? Yes. I'm not saying the onus is on the person to have to walk out. It, it really is, like you said, a dance, a song and dance, if you will. Um, <laughs> it's better when there's music. What, thank you. We, you could start singing Auntie Mame. So if you have pity. And everybody walks out. Great. <laughs> That's how I always end the set. That's how, yeah, right, exactly. Well, we're going to move on, but I do think that it's worthy of discussion. And it I is. just think as gay men... As fast as we are to poo-poo this man's lawsuit and say he's being ridiculous, once again, think about if it were a woman in a situation where three guys pulled their dicks out and started jerking off. A straight man wants to see that as little as a woman does. Probably less than a woman does because a woman at least is attracted to men. She doesn't want to be in that situation, but she, she she likes dick. Straight men don't like dick. They don't want to see another guy jerk off. So it it. I think the answer is, like, is he going to win damages? I don't think he was really damaged. Should the gym do what it can to not have this happen? I guess. The only but, thing, but at the same time, like, it's not really that the big The only thing that suspects me before we move on is the fact that he went to, apparently this had happened before because he went to the front desk, to the management, yeah. and said, hey, this is going on, fix it. But he continued to go back. If I were a straight man who did not want to be exposed to that, I wouldn't don't put go into myself, the steam room. I'm not saying I wouldn't put myself in that situation, but I wouldn't go back knowing that that had happened before. That's the only thing about this that's a little suspect to me. Well, we will be watching this case and we'll be reporting on updates. This will be my new Pervnado update. Every week we'll there have we a steam room update. Um, I want to talk about a very serious story because it um, touches on an issue that's near and dear to me, which is this. I don't know if you guys remember this college wrestler who was uh, facing 30 years in prison for, quote, recklessly exposing other men to HIV. This guy's name is Michael Johnson. He also went by Tiger Mandingo, this very, very hot, muscular black guy. (laughs) JB is laughing. (laughs) In 2013, he was accused of exposing multiple partners with HIV while he was a student at Lindenwood University in Missouri. He was sentenced. He didn't just face this. He was sentenced to 30 and a half years in prison by a jury pool that was stacked with white HIV negative heterosexuals, the majority of whom said they thought being gay was a sin. Evidence presented to the court included graphic descriptions and images of Johnson's, quote, huge penis. Well, now he has gotten parole. In 2016, a Missouri appeals court overturned the conviction, ruling that the prosecuting attorney in the case had failed to fairly disclose evidence to Johnson's attorneys. I love that his name is Johnson, by the way. Right. Then in 2017, he agreed to a what's called an Alford plea, which is where you basically uh, plead guilty, but there's uh, in exchange for not facing prison time. 
But there's a catch to this. Uh, his lawyer tells BuzzFeed uh, that he's still going to be in prison for, I think it's like another three years. Let me see if I get this right. I'm sorry, guys. I thought I had this. Uh, they basically thought he would be released now. Okay, here it is. It's 18 months now, in addition, that he has to serve. Which people say, oh, it's so bet much better than 30 years. But it's still a year and a half in prison. And here's the point. He should not be in prison. There should not be a law that, that says you are imprisoned for any amount of time, let alone 30 years for infecting someone with HIV. That is so draconian and so archaic. That harks back to the 80s when these laws were first established because there was such a panic and because HIV was a deadly disease at that point. It was a death sentence for most people. So there was some rationale to the hysteria. But in 2018 or 2016, when this happened, we have meds that make HIV a chronic manageable illness. And if you have unprotected sex with someone, that is on you. He didn't rape anyone. Right. He didn't, you know, secretly take the condom off and trick them. They willingly had unprotected sex with him. That is not his crime. That is not a crime. That is bad personal responsibility. That's risky behavior. Non-disclosure is not a crime. And if they had consensual sex with him, knowing, even knowing that, you know, if he had in theory said, you know, I'm uh, negative, I'm, you know, whatever, that is still, it's your responsibility to take responsibility for yourself. I mean, that's... Absolutely. And if he had not been a black man, yeah. this case would have never gone to trial. This was about the, the, the scary big black gay guy, you know, recklessly infecting innocent white boys. That's what this was about. And... An Alfred plea usually results in immediate release. The fact that he still has to serve another year and a half in prison for having sex. Basically, if you think about it, his crime was having sex. Yep. It's so fucked up and so wrong. And ha to your point, how prevalent this is. Like, it happens all the time. Sure. And maybe it doesn't make it in, to court. In states where, where it's illegal to infect someone, these laws need to be thrown out. They are so archaic and so wrong. You know, they act like it's rape. It's not in any way rape. No. It's not sexual assault. And we are responsible as consenting adults. We are responsible for the actions that we take with another person in bed if there's no force. As long as it's consensual. Absolutely. Yep. Meanwhile, in good old Louisiana, uh, they passed a bill this past week to outlaw bestiality. Which I agree with wholeheartedly. That, that wasn't a thing before? We sh Apparently in Louisiana, it was legal up until this week to have sex with cows and sheep. But here's the thing, Nick. Ten Republican legislators voted against it. What? Those ten think that anal and oral sex with people should be illegal, but that screw... <laughs> But that screwing a sheep is okay. New Orleans Senator J.P. Morrell told his colleagues, God forbid you vote against this bill. Good luck explaining it. Because here's what happened. The Crimes Against Nature law included both bestiality and, sod and sodomy. Ah, that's, so that's why. His bill separated bestiality, this is Morrell, into its own law to ensure the, that there'd be an arrest for the crime. Of bestiality or sodomy. No, Morell is the good guy. 
he wanted to basically separate the two. The old law gotcha. said, you know, sod- sodomy and oral sex and anal sex is the same as sex with animals. And he was saying, no, one of those should be criminal and the other not. And that's what ended up passing. <clears throat> the bill included the line, quote, Anal sexual intercourse between two human beings shall not be deemed as a crime. And these 10 senators voted against the law because of that. So they voted to keep bestiality against the law in Louisiana so that they could also keep anal sex between human beings against the law. Am I making sense? So pretty much the uh, bestiality is illegal because having sex with another man is illegal. They're both the same is what the, these 10 Republicans were saying. In their minds, fucking a sheep is the same as a guy wow. fucking a guy. What the shit? Okay. That's how backward Republicans are in places like Louisiana and in most of the country. Yeah. Oh. Moving on. Our guest will be here shortly. Nick, I found this thing on uh, BuzzFeed that I thought was hilarious, and it's entitled 69 Crazy Facts You Can Only Share With Your Most Immature Friends. Why 69? Well, and uh, as one of my most immature friends, I thought that you would appreciate this. <laughs> Nick is so young. Nick, what year and did you graduate college? You were telling me earlier. Don't worry about it. It was only depressing. It was in the 2000s, wasn't 2012. it? 2012. You motherfucker. You I wasn't even born in the 80s. Fucker. Like, what even are the 80s? Everyone is younger than me. Okay, here are some of these facts. I enjoyed this. When a male honeybee reaches orgasm, his testicles explode and his penis gets ripped off. <gasps> Wait, really? Yeah. It's also what happens when you fuck Nick Dayo. Mm. I've been told. But it's worth it. Well, yeah, I mean, it is worth it. Male walruses sometimes perform oral sex on themselves. Have you ever done that? Are you kidding me? You think my dick's big enough for me to be able to blow myself? That's not what I asked. Nor am okay. I flexible enough. No, I, I have neither the, the, the length of penis nor the flexibility to do such a thing. Have okay. you? Of course. You can blow yourself? Uh, n- not to be clear, not anymore. When you were young? When I was younger. And you did it? Yeah. Do you taste good? Of course. Did you do it to completion? Of course. This is fascinating. JB is I'm actually, amazed. Yes, it, it's very interesting. Cause oh, yeah. I watch portals of people do it. It's just like, why? Like, how? So when I was young, like I would say maybe 14, 15. Get closer to that microphone. When I was 14 or 15, <laughs> I could I could do it like on command, like whatever. And then when I got 18 plus, I had to like prop myself up on the like headboard of my bed and like flip my legs over my head. So when what was the last time you were able to do it? About two years ago. Wow! But it's because I dance and I'm a dancer. Were so. you sad when you could no longer do it? I could. To be clear, I could still do it. I would. It would just take a lot of work. I want to see this. And now, is this how you would jerk off, or was it like instead Sometimes. of jerking off? So here's my thing. I believe, gay, straight, whatever. If a guy can suck his own dick, he would. I mean, I would certainly try it. I keep thinking how uncomfortable I would be because, again, like it's I not can't even do. Experience. I can't even sit Indian it's style. It's certainly not a comfortable experience, but it's erotic in a way that you, I don't know. The main reason I would want to try it is, oh God, I hope my parents aren't listening. I really want to know what my dick tastes like because there's a very specific dick taste that I love in other guys, and I want to know if it's because that's how my dick tastes, or if it's just some weird thing that like I respond to certain hormones or certain smells. So all you got to do is you got to. Just prop, I definitely prop can't do it. Prop yourself up like, on your back against your headboard. You probably can't do There's it. There's right. no way I can do You'll it. You'll break a hip, but. Uh. 
Uh, Nick Dale just became the best guest co-host ever. I don't think we've had a guest co-host who can perform auto fellatium. Well, I okay. I feel like I feel you stopped doing it once you find out you can have sex with other people. Well, yeah, that's I mean, what it sounded like. It sounded like I started yeah, I mean, doing he it doesn't have to do it anymore. There's plenty then, of people, yeah, other people, to do it for him. That's true. It's like, why would I break my back? A few other guests. Uh, a few other uh, facts before our guests get here. Koala anyway. bears can give you chlamydia just by peeing on you. Whoa. What really? Which is surprising because they seem so sweet and innocent. <laughs> Much like chlamydia. Alligators spend their entire life with an erection. It never goes down. <gasps> they need to go to a hospital. They're it lasts longer than time. four hours. <laughs> I mean, that's why they're so angry. <laughs> the average person farts about one liter of gas every day. That's enough to fill a small balloon. <gasps> I don't think this is true for me. I, I burp a lot, but I rarely fart. Well, that's gas. Yeah, but I rarely fart. I eat vegetables, and uh, I'm vegan, and uh, I don't fart. Are you a vegan? I am a vegan. Um, there's a little Australian critter known as the Antichinus, or Antichinus, that keeps having oral sex, excuse me, that keeps having sex over and over again until it literally disintegrates and dies. Sounds like a really nice time Sounds to like live. that's autofellatio. I mean, max. I know some queens like that, too. I Googled it, and it kind of looks like a mouse. Um, the first body part that every human embryo develops is an anus. Is that true? So we all started out as buttholes. Wait, is that really true? Where did that you is that? true. I, this is according to BuzzFeed. I'm going to need to see your sources. I mean, you can Google any of these. Uh, a couple more facts before we uh, introduce our guests. Vultures get so filthy that they will literally shit on their own legs to clean themselves. In other words, their shit is cleaner than what was on their legs to begin with. No. Female kangaroos have three vaginas. <laughs> as does Nick Dale. Elephant penises are Two and a half. So, elephant penises are so long that animals will sometimes that the animals will sometimes use their penis as a fifth leg. Nick's fiance can do that I've too. I've heard that actually. No, I've heard that. They'll use their dick as a leg. Yeah, like a like a kickstand. Nick, have you ever gotten out of the pool and noticed that your eyes were red? Out of the pool? Mhm. Mm sure. It's not because of the chlorine. It's because somebody peed in that pool. <gasps> oh shit. Truth. If you've ever had something vanilla flavored, it's likely to contain castoreum, which is a food additive made from the anal secretions of a beaver. No. No. And BuzzFeed says if you smell a beaver's butt, it smells like vanilla. I'm going to need a, a citation on that source. Go to BuzzFeed.com. It is, is why I all touch there. vanilla. Like, I don't even like vanilla ice cream. Oh. I love vanilla. And I don't, I'm not really fond of any butthole, let alone a beaver's butthole. So on that note, our guests today are both New York City-based drag performers and members of the legendary House of Davenport. Legend. Legendary. Yes. Please give a warm-ass welcome to Honey Davenport and Sasha Pierce Davenport. Come on. What's up? Hey, ladies. My voice is definitely not feminine today. Get no, close to not. that microphone. Mm, no mine sounds like full of estrogen. Do you guys like vanilla? Uh, no, but I do like buttholes. Oh. There you go. There you go. How about vanilla buttholes? <laughs> Honey's first revelation. Vanilla colored buttholes? But I think it'd be weird if like I went down on someone and their butthole tasted like vanilla. I would love that. I really? think it should be preferred. Yeah. Uh -uh. I, I want it to taste like a man. Like I could Like lick... a dirty penny? 
Not no, probably not. Very specific. That's not what buttholes taste like. No, that is that kind of is what they taste like. Dirty copper taste. I've never tasted a. Pennies, so there you go. <laughs> it tastes like butt. Maybe I'm start, gonna start licking pennies. It's a new thing of mine. Well, there so you go. Get you through the day. Ah. Hello. Honey, do I call you Sir Honey or Ms. Honey? Because I've seen different things online. Oh my gosh, they're uh. both so acceptable. Uh, my drag knows no gender. So when I really started, I started out as just Sir Honey Davenport, and I was just an androgynous being. But uh, clear, clearly, I've won like Miss Everything Under the Sun. So. The Miss Honey Davenport just started coming about, so I just—it's really Honey Davenport, but Sir or Miss work, or just yeah. Honey, or, or just, just Honey. honey. You're yeah. flexible. I like that. <laughs> Most of us, if we know anything about drag houses, it's because of what we saw in Paris is Burning, which was mm-hmm. like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming houses have evolved. Ex- t- tell us what it means in 2018 to be part of a house. Well, see, it's kind of different because Paris is Burning is talking about the ballroom scene, where like. The House of Davenport is a legendary pageant house from Texas of pageant queens. So it's not like involved really in the ballroom scene as much. But the ballroom scene is still alive and thriving. And a lot of those houses that were featured in Paris is Burning are also still alive and thriving. Which is amazing. Yeah. And it's definitely uh, a scene in which I've explored, but not one in which I would call myself somebody who could speak on it, you know. And how many how many queens are in the house of Davenport? Yes, I, tr- I tried drawing uh, the family tree, and it is girl, fucking there's complicated. There's not a piece of paper big enough. I know. Well, we can just talk about where it started, because that's what's what where you know what you can pinpoint is starting in uh, Texas with Calexis. Calexis. She's, she's the, the first, mother, and she had five children. Um, and two of which have been on RuPaul's Drag Race. One was Sahara and another Kennedy. Yes. Uh, Deja Davenport, who does Laverne Cox's makeup came to New York City with Sahara and adopted me and that's how I was created and then that's my little baby over there. So. You adopted Sasha. Yeah. Baby or C-section. monster. Sasha, what year did you become a Davenport? Um, four years ago so I'm not good at math but that year. Four <laughs> she years. She didn't go to school for fucking 2014. math. 2014. Yeah. <laughs> I can only count to eight. Wow, that was four years ago. <laughs> it yeah. was four years ago when we were on Watch I, What Happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honey, when did you become a Davenport? Uh, Eight years ago. Ten, ten years ago. <laughs> ten years Between ago. eight and ten. So 2008. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like when I, cause especially with Davenport, because there's so many of y'all, I feel like what's to stop some asshole like me being like, I am now Adam Davenport. Like, how how do you, how does one, it takes, how do you keep out the imposters? I mean, there's really nothing you can saying do. that you can't do it. Um, but, but I think it takes like big balls to like. Use a last yeah. name as big as Davenport and expect that no one's going to, to come for fulfilled. you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, w- it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a good career move. You know. Yeah. Ha- they're there, like the mob almost. It, like, well, they'll, it is. They'll Hello. kill you. Yeah. Like the pageant Illuminati. Mob. <laughs> is there like any kind of induction process? Is there a ceremony? Is there? Do you have a party? <laughs> well, is no. The quinceanera. Just, what is? Tell me what right? It's just like it's just like any other drag mothership. Like you know, when you see potential on somebody, you uh, drag is a passed down art form, and so. Uh, with anyone who has a drag mother or is a drag mother, it's like once you learn a certain amount of things, you feel a responsibility to push them onto the next generations of queens. Especially if you walk in and see somebody and watch what happens live, looking like what the fuck? Then <laughs> Did that happen? You take I think her, she's yeah, about you. Yeah, I think she is talking about me. You take her under your arms and you polish all the potential of that bright star. And I mean, oh. that definitely happened with me, and I definitely feel like I've had a hand in doing that with some awesome kids as well. 
Look at her. She's good at wrapping up shade and making it sound so sweet and oh, loving. Okay. Mm. She looked busted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, like I need to fix her. But, but you guys all, like, Calexis lives in Texas, right? Yeah. So oh my how God. are you? I love that rhyming. Calexis yeah. lives in, in Texas. Texas. I love the name Calexis, by the way. Song. It's oh, she's amazing. It sounds like, you know, futuristic. Mm-hmm. It sounds like some kind of science fiction name. And it's it's so like fun if to you say. It just see, comes out of the mouth really great. If you ever see her perform, like that is a very, 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 very large woman who can move like, like nobody's, nobody's business. business. I love that. I love that. It's like, how did that mm-hmm. happen? And like I'm barely getting through eight counts. It's like watching. It's, it's like watching a mountain kick its face. You've it's like what just happened? At, but as the like, do you because she's in Texas and you guys are here? Do you do you call her? Do you keep in touch with her? Is there how do you maintain a relationship with house members that aren't in your city? I mean, social media has yeah. made the world of village. Is like, there a Facebook, Facebook messenger? Group? Oh no! I, is there one, or am I just not in it? I hope. I hope there's not Sasha. One. They don't let you in. Maybe we both got the boot girl. I know. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I've been quite a rebel too. Um, but uh, n- no, not necessarily like a Facebook group. But we, you know, have all been. Uh, we all do. Uh, some of us talk. You know, I know I talked to. Kennedy every once in the blue, you know, like yeah. she's busy now, real busy, yeah, making that real um, money. Hello, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, you know, I've I've talked to other members of my drag family that I've seen, you know, around competing and things like that, and I've talked to Collectors a few times. Uh, I didn't get to meet her until I was was preparing to go to uh, compete for Continental, and and in my preparation, I went to see Continental Plus, and I'm in the bathroom in uh, Chicago putting on lipstick, and I look up, and it's sure putting on lipstick. In, <laughs> you for <know>. once, <laughs> putting on, That's why I was in the bathroom. That's why she was in the bathroom, patching <laughs> <laughs> up my lipstick, making <laughs> <And> pennies. <laughs> and I turn around, and this gorgeous woman is standing next to me, and she's like, "You look so beautiful," and it's Calexis fucking Davenport. And you're and like, was, "Mama, did right? she know who you were?" <laughs> she realized in like Are five seconds. I was like, "I'm honey." She's like, "Oh my gosh," because we had never met, and she was like super sweet. And everybody told me she was gonna be a bitch, but I think that did that you she- loan her some of your blow? <laughs> Whoa, Whoa, what? She was doing her hair. Just she wasn't kidding. doing well. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you both have musical theater backgrounds, yes, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you transition into drag? Or do or are you still doing you're still doing musical theater, yeah, right? Yeah, I still Sasha? do it. Yeah. For me it was kind of like um just like a natural transition, just singing, always singing and dancing, but now getting to realize I could put on like a female illusion and I get to actually portray like female Broadway stars and stuff. So, and it also like really helps me with my acting now with parts like kinky boots now. And there's so much drag on Broadway and in theater. So it's right. There's not as much of a separation. anymore. No. So it really goes hand in hand almost now. It's like everyone wants to do drag and try to put it in their shows and things like that. And truly what you just said is like it definitely helps with your theater career. Like it mm-hmm. it I've grown as an actor so much so since much. I started doing drag. And I still do theater as well. I was just I just starred for oh, uh yeah. this past summer in a off Broadway show called Trinkets, written oh. by Paul Alexander. Uh and starring me and Kevin Aviance. It was pretty Amazing. Dope. Amazing. Yeah, and I'm hoping that that goes back up. Mm-hmm. It's looking very likely. But I mean I'm not the type to try to get up in the morning at 10 a.m. and audition after putting on lip gloss and licking pennies. So, (laughs) and also, that she means assholes. uh, Your (laughs) schedule is crazy. Like, I I had Marty Gold Cummings on a few weeks ago, and I asked her to go through her weekly schedule with us. And I want you to do the same because I know that you have fucking shit going on 
every single night of the week on a weekly basis. Right. Right. It's crazy. What's yeah. your t- start with Sunday? Um, well, it's kind of changing up because the summers are hitting. So uh, on Sundays, starting the summer, I'm going to be working at a new gay resort in the Hamptons, which I can't talk about. Come on, too Hamptons. Much, Give us a hint. Give yes. us a tip drill. Very cheesy. Just the tip. That's, that's it. Um, but I'll, I'll continue. Uh, on Wednesdays, <laughs> I have a new party that I just started at Posh. Um, mm. It's called Dragon Beats, and it's starring me and Christy Blaze. And it's like Hell's Kitchen's biggest new turn up like it was we just started it last week and it was wall to wall um it's amazing I, I rotate on tuesday nights at the ritz i know i'm going out of order i rotate on tuesday nights at the ritz for gay college tuesdays every thursday i'm at the monster for spunk and during rupaul's drag race i'm at every other thursday at the ritz friday nights i work in asbury park at paradise i love paradise oh yes i'm the current reigning miss paradise yes Yes, of course (laughs) come on miss paradise uh saturday nights uh i do brunch at la campanora and right now while it's the winter i do man served a monster and then the summer at night i'll do spunk at ice palace and fire island and then sunday's back in the hamptons yeah, it's so you fucking are a busy bitch. Busy, and I am unbooked. <laughs> oh, poor Sasha. <laughs> no, Anyone no, has any offers? No, poor Sasha. No, she um, works whenever she yeah, wants. Yeah, I had to make a decision. Like as you can hear, listen to how I sound right now. It's really hard to be up at ten o'clock in the morning to sing and dance when you're in the club until five a.m. screaming, dancing, doing cocaine, and things like hey. that. <laughs> we got that though. We got that on film. <laughs> I mean, you you'd have to it's in hard. order so to keep I, up like, this pace. Yeah, so I have to. I'm kind of like a summer drag queen because that's when it's really fun, fire rise and stuff like that. But it's it's hard to do both. That's why I have mad respect for people like Honey who still manages to do it and get up and go to auditions and things. I have so much respect for not just the craft because it takes a, a it certain do kind take of nerve. Artist. It, do, it do, do take, do take nerve. nerve. It do take nerve. And it takes some tucking, Honey. Hello. No, I have a lot of respect for how you manage just the chaotic nature mm-hmm. of, of that. It, it, and especially with and the beast. And you show up, that right. show up and you turn out. Like, it's one thing to, like, show up hungover to, like, a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Like, you can punch in and, like, do and it. But, like, how do yeah, you, you can't go in good no, drag. Girl, no. no. Well, that's the other thing is how long it fucking takes. I know I talk about this a lot on the show. But when I show up for a stand-up comedy gig, I show up. That's all I have Ready to do. To right. Right. I am right. I put a little bit of powder on my face. Mm-hmm. So I'm not little shiny. concealer. A little bit of you know. We sometimes I put a little something. eyeshadow. <laughs> but that's it. I mean, that's basically what I do. Well, you're beautiful. You don't need. But honestly, honestly, like, how long does it take you to beat your face usually? Um, it can take me. I can do it in like. 20 minutes I've but, seen wow. I've but, seen but, but I mean I'm super fast but I mean when I want to do something elaborate then yeah it takes me a couple hours how about you Sash it definitely takes me a couple hours because I smoke a lot of marijuana so <laughs> that it slows makes, you down it oh, do slows you? me down I'm easily distracted I stare at lip colors for 15 minutes <laughs> but that's when it gets really pretty that- <laughs> when you're like let me refine and you this just line. stare at yourself in the mirror I'm one of those it's making fun. like Alyssa Edwards faces mm-hmm. like uh, but yeah, it's definitely a two-hour gig, always at least. At least. Do you guys have to touch up after every number, or are you like spray glued so that uh, it doesn't move? I'm a sweat. Can I say something, please? So I've danced back up for Sasha before at a pageant and that I lost. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm used to it. Now. We don't, don't feel out. bad for me. We showed up and we, we showed, showed out. out. Um, but this woman sweats like Whitney Houston. <laughs> I'm not ca- backstage. She's like, "Where's my hanky? Where's my?" Ha-? She 
like, a faucet. I start sweating before I even start performing. Just once <laughs> she I get sweating in it, I start she even sweating. Starts getting yeah. into makeup. That's how I would be too. I hate when I've had to wear a wig for any yeah. reason because it just it's pours hot. down my face. I, I like I sweat a lot, but like magically not where you can see it. Like I get really sweaty balls in drag. She's a secret. I gotta take off my tights. It's like whoa, that's um, <laughs> There's a new powder for that though. Have you heard of it? Sweaty it's ball called, powder? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, no, it's called Manscape. It's um, it's a new powder that you like splash on your balls and it's supposed to keep them dry. That's how's called that baby dis- powder. Yeah, how's that no, different from regular? No, it's baby powder. But, this, it's, it has but a baby man powder musk. makes you dry, and I have I'm you know I've got really dark black skin, and I don't want like and then who who wants you don't to, like, want an ashy taint? Who wants to pull out that like, and have like an ashy penis? That sucks. You know? <laughs> no, that's not cute. <laughs> not cute. You know. I'll hook you up. I have it. It's great. Okay. Okay. We are not being paid by Manscaped. Bye, Katie. <laughs> Thanks for your. Katie's taking Bye. off. Um, who are your? I want to ask you both this. Who are your drag influences? Who are the queens that, when you were, uh, maybe even before you started, you were like, oh, I want to be like her. She's amazing. Um, well, just because she's sitting next to me, I'm going to say Honey Davenport. Good what a surprise. Good answer. But she really is. I mean, I'm young. I'm new to the game. Um, drag, really, because I'm from South Florida and. There's not like a, as many gay clubs, drag queens. There's not all as much drag here. So it was new. Peppermint was the first mm-hmm. drag queen I met when she did karaoke at Excess, I yes. believe it was. And I Love used to go Pep. there all the time. And I just became obsessed with her and her singing live and all of so. Peppermint definitely was the, the first thing that really made me like open my eyes to drag. Do you and remember her single "Excuse My Beauty"? Yes. No. That of was my jam. Backstory. Do you know this song? No. It's called Excuse My Beauty. That's the name of the song. That's all Excuse you need to know. Excuse My Beauty. <laughs> if you can't take it, don't go in it because I'm a cutie. It's if so good. It's oh, so live actually, performance by Honey Davenport and Nick Dale. It is so good. started out as a backup dancer for Peppermint. Wow. She saw me, uh, me and my brother uh, dancing at therapy one night when she was uh, working, hosting. And she says, what are you guys doing? You want to dance back up for me? I have a show at Lincoln Center. And we're like, Hell yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Come on, Lincoln Center. And it was because the next magazine, no, HX Magazine Awards were at Lincoln Center that year. That's fabulous. Right? That's HX was the shit, y'all. Yeah, I loved um, HX. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, so we performed with her there. And then that went on to like a four-year span of me performing with her all over the world. London, Dublin, Australia, Berlin. Like I was pe- peppermint. And your like, brother as well? Yeah. And for the most part, he was there too. But I was like her go-to like boy for everything. Is, he, is your brother gay too? Yeah. And he's a performer, obviously. Absolutely. But not Aww. a drag queen? Uh, on occasion. <laughs> oh, is there another Davenport in the works? Yeah, but he's just not a good one. Just kidding. I just oh! kidding. Shading no, I just, your brother. I just, that's just because he's in Australia. So I, you I have a gay brother too, I right, brother, so yeah. I'm so yeah. jealous of anyone that has a gay brother. A gay I would love it's, that. It sounds fun and then it's not. It's, it's not like, until you're like, wait a minute, bitch. It's funner when you're older, I think, yeah. right? Sure. Yeah, More fun when you're older, but it's a little annoying when you're younger. Um, <laughs> Is he older or younger than he's you? He's definitely older. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mine's younger. Very, According very, to your professional legend. resume. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, do you guys think of the... Cur- I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I was going to say, so yeah, Peppermint was definitely my biggest inspiration. She's a lot of people's inspiration. Yeah. And just Great. such a wonderful person. And so nice. Like a lovely like, person. Yeah. We used to have shows at therapy. I was on uh, Sunday nights and she was on Wednesday night. 
and then she blew up, and I didn't. Uh, I stayed the same. You're here, though. Uh, you blew out. This is something. You're just waiting for RuPaul's Drag Race to call you, too, girl. Yes, yeah, Adam, honey. please be a judge. Yeah, would, there you that go. would seriously be my dream gig. They had some rando on they've there. They've had a lot. They've had a few randoms on I there. mean, he was, there was this one rando, and it literally just said, Drag Race Superfan, as his description. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you're like, like, is you're like that that's not a thing. Which producer <laughs> are you boning? Exactly. And can you introduce me to him? Hello. Uh, here we go Andy Cohen again although he's a, he has nothing to do with Logo or Bravo so I don't know what I'm, or Logo or VH1 no. what do you guys speaking of RuPaul's Drag Race what do you guys think of the current season who are you rooting for who do you hate what's the tea <laughs> well her last name is not Davenport but Monet Exchange is one of my daughters yes. so yes, of course she's I'm amazing. so we're very team Monet very much team Monet but uh, all the New York girls the two we have left three we have left sorry three yeah. we have left three we have left yeah you Dusty, Dusty, Dusty just went home. Dusty went home. And who else? And Yuha Hamasaki. No, who? So Dusty, Yuha, and well, no, Yuha and Dusty went home. I've gone home. But we There's have three so left. Monet, okay. Aquaria, I three and Miss Cracker, and they are all fabulous entertainers. Like ridiculously, it's a good talented. season. It's a really right? good season. Yeah. Anyone you wish would go home who hasn't yet? I mean, of course. Um, let me think. Oh yeah, Who? Blair St. Clair. Really? Yeah. I kind of love, love her. I, I keep saying like I love to hate her. Like I'm like, oh, I can't stand she, you. And then she'll just, uh, she's just cute. I think she's, she's getting by on being she's cute. She's real cute as a boy. For really, sure. I think adorable. No, like as almost a boy, creepy I feel like, like a doll. Yeah, like, that's it's almost weird. like a but little that's kind of hot to me. Like okay, I kind of want right. to dress Here him up. Here we go. Okay, different show. Different show. I find him really cute as a boy and really kind of glamorous as a queen. I don't know if there's a lot of talent, but I do like the look. I just feel like he's out of his element on the show I feel like he's a lot to show but he doesn't make the right choices in the right moments see I don't agree I feel like he just looks a lot younger and so because he looks a lot younger we just assume that because everything he's presented has been pretty polished in my opinion no absolutely polished I agree. but I don't yeah. think he I, I, I think he's out of his element in the compared to he, what the other girls are, the bringing. Other queens are bringing if you look at his Instagram though like he's he brings it like he's fierce he, yeah. it's just it's like the Tammy Brown mentality like He's not a fit for like the show. And I just think there's bigger, stronger personality. There's huge personalities. But see, stronger personalities mean that you are. It makes you better on a television show. Yeah, it makes for better. Like TV. watching Absolutely. it on a TV is yeah. different from right. booking these girls, and when you actually meet them and watch them perform oh, in clubs, it's a different so story. Real. Different. It's a hundred percent different. And like Instagram, a lot of people, their drag is really just speaking based on their of Instagram, Instagram. Can we talk about Cameron Michaels uh, first? Trap, yeah, <laughs> is uh, that a bitch? I love when he's like, I'm like a muscle boy, and then I'm a fishy queen. I'm like, fishy queen, I wouldn't <laughs> go <Fishy>. there. <laughs> Do you know who I actually queen. think Cameron looks like <laughs> is <laughs> Tipsy, our, our yeah. friend Tipsy Von Tart, he and he has very similar faces, especially in drag. Jaws. I don't see it. Big kind of horsey face, horse faces. <laughs> but wow, Cameron, I think, is Whoa. amazing to look at, but I don't know that she's really. Mm. In the same league as a lot of those queens in terms of talent, there doesn't seem to be any acting or comedy chops at all. I'm always surprised with this show. Okay, so I feel like girls are like, okay, I got the call for Drag Race. Mm -hmm. Let me go take some sewing lessons and some hair lessons. Bitch, you, if you don't go, go take, take an acting improv class, class and an improv class right, right away and a stand-up comedy yes. class. Like most of your challenges, but are it's this. so funny because. We girls that have auditioned for the show, we know how much acting they require you to do just to get on. So I'm always shocked when girls show up and they fail at the acting challenges. Yeah. And also, 
and I know that it, comedy writing is not easy, right? I'm mm. the first person to admit it. But like when they had to do those skits for the apps, yeah, the writing was so atrocious. And the worst team, in my opinion, was that fucking Butterface team because they were handed a script. They were ba- the concept is a script, right? right? Mm. The the whole point was this is an app for people who have amazing bodies and ugly faces. Ugly faces. They didn't get it. They thought it was an app for people who were looking to date a butterface. That doesn't make any fucking sense. I was so oh. angry at them. Oh. I was like, you're not getting the joke. You're like dropping some truth bombs right yeah, now. Yeah, like, I mean, I just was, because I'm like, the comedy uh, sketch, the comedy challenges are the ones that I pay attention to. Right. Because they're sure. the only ones I could ever, you know, have like, a thought re- about. relate to, yeah. I can't, sure. I don't know anything about painting. Remind us again of your drag name. Shatanya uh, face. Oh, Thank great. You. It just rolls off the tongue. And I was serving serious old Jewish woman from Boca Raton, of honey. Course Hello. You were. Of course yes. you were. I, actually, my makeup was done by Aaliyah Martinez. And she, oh, I love Aaliyah. Yeah, She's really she good. did her best, but I am not a pretty woman. A butterface. When did you do this? I don't even have the body, honey. <laughs> I got nothing. She um, doesn't sense. She looks like a hog body. So, Nick and I are in the gay men's chorus, which Sasha used to be a member of, and we do this ridiculous no talent show once a year just for ourselves uh-huh. at retreat we don't do it for an audience and uh, there's a Peggy Sue uh, makeover every year where the, a person who would never normally do drag gets voted on and that person has to come out and drag nice and so you spend the whole show backstage getting painted and they put me in this like one strap short <laughs> It was dress. very unfortunate. Was and like an, Ivan- an Ivanka Trump wig. I looked oh. like Ivanka Trump crossed with my Aunt Marsha. Oh, yikes. You guys, in the time remaining, we need to play Ask Me No Questions. Ask Me No Questions. Me no Come on, questions. Jingle. Yes. Thank yes. you. Mm-hmm. All four vocal parts. That costs parts a lot mine. of money to produce. No, I did it myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who is the messiest queen in New York City? Sasha. Oh, my God. Ari Kiki. <laughs> Honey. Jasmine Rice LaBeja. She hosts a oh, show called Messy, Messy Money. Yes. Which oh. I used to be in, but I got the chop. Yeah, chop <laughs> they chop. cut you? Yeah. What's I'm just not about? messy enough. You're <laughs> too perfect. You're too polished. Have you ever had sex while in drag? Honey. Hell fucking yes. You have? Oh my uh, oh my gosh, the, the guys who like <laughs> wait, Sasha women has with a great story about this. Story. I have so many. About, Which one? I'm not who you think I am. Did you like have to in like Washington s- Heights? The guy with the car. Oh, oh. just you know, I hooked up Uber drivers following. Like this guy in a car pulled up to me. I was in drag. I mean, he was hot. Hello. He was cute, but I had to really tell him. Some people really think, especially you know, with trans now being such a big thing, and it's like a lot of people assume when you're as pretty as we are that mm-hmm. you're a biological woman, <laughs> and yeah. there's a definitely sexy type of men. Who are, in. are into that. Yeah. Well, here's my question. If he thought you were a trans woman, which he may have very mm-hmm. well wanted, mm-hmm. would he be pissed to find out that you're actually just a drag queen who lives as a man the rest of the time? De- or does he not give a shit? Depends. Uh, depends. I'm a guy. Yeah. Depends. So I want to hear about honey, though. So when you're having sex in drag, uh-huh. like I just think like the wig, the makeup, like how does it even, like how does everything not fall off? I mean, it's just, if if you if can make right, it, right. if you can make it through like you know a six minute Beyonce mega mix, you're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Hike right. up, you, know. you just hike up the dress. 
I mean, well, we'll take it off. Oh, I mean, my, first off. off, tights are the most expensive thing on the drag queen. So you're not ripping those. <laughs> you're not ripping those. <laughs> We're going to carefully remove these tights first. You're and going then to we see can a hairy leg. But you're, <laughs> keeping the, you're keeping the dress and the wig on. I mean, I'm down with that. Normally, like the bra and the wig. Because yeah. for me, that makes it still feel but like the But it limits. Yeah, you need to be able to move around. I don't yeah. think I could do it. I When I was, at, when I was Shatanya, I had guys... Not hitting on me, but like giving me weird attention yeah. that I never got from them before. And I was like, I don't like this because this isn't who I it's look like. Yeah. You know? All right. How meaty is your tuck, honey? Oh, mine is pretty flawless. I mean, that big old black and Dominican dick pulls all the way back. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Sasha. I've had my fair share of meaty tucks. Mm-hmm. Here, here and there. I actually had my ball pop out during um, sure No did. Talent mm. show. Oh, sure did. Delicious. I, I was like, what is remember that. that. Oh, oh, that's oh her, that's gosh, her I didn't notice. That is her ball. When I do drug, I don't have to tuck at all. <laughs> Who is the... <laughs> oh, People are like, that's oh. like a sad sound effect comes It's in. like, that's such a good tuck. And I'm like, no, it's just <laughs> hanging there. Um, who is the greatest musical diva of all time, living or dead? Sasha. Whitney Houston. Honey. Wow. That's a hard one. Oh, that's so that's hard. A hard one. I just that's have to question. go with my gut. Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it's Diva. Uh, Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah, you can. Okay. All right. <laughs> that works. If you hadn't chosen the drag name you ended up with, what were some other options? Honey. Uh, I wanted to be Chameleon, but I've since met a Chameleon, and she's incredible. I've met two. Like but- Camille. Yeah, Leon. Yeah, like chameleon. That's, yeah. that's cute. But I've met like two of them, and they're incredible. So I'm like, well, I'm happy I didn't go with mm-hmm. that. But yeah. yeah, you you ended up not going with any kind of pun. No, it just kind of happened. Why'd you choose Honey? Uh, I went to a RuPaul book signing, and I asked her to sign my book to Hunt the Hunties, which was my dance group at the time, and she signed it to Honey because I think she just couldn't understand me. And I was like, oh, I guess that she, she just, blessed you. With I that guess name. she just yeah, chopped everybody name. else in this dance yes. group. I'm so <laughs> Wow, who else can say RuPaul named them? I know, right? Sasha, what was your? Did you have any other uh, ideas? No, it was always going to be some basic form of Beyonce obsession. Sasha Pierce, Sasha something, Beyonce something. Mm. Um, yeah, because you started out as Sasha, as Sasha Pierce, Pierce before you became yeah, Sasha Pierce. Yeah, like Davenport. the laziest, easiest, and closest way to get to Sasha Pierce possible. Change one letter. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most fucked up thing a fan has ever said or done to you, Sasha? What? Nick is like whispering answers. I know. In his, I know. know your Facebook drama. Oh, from the from the pageant. Yeah, I mean that was dramatic. That was dramatic. I mean, yeah, just recently was like attacked by a a random girl who just wasn't really happy with the outcome of a pageant that I was judging at a bar Ooh, a few weeks pageant. ago. Um, at at um the look queen. Oh. I had to look queen, and that's when I was um physically attacked. Physically attacked. Oh, yeah. It was a that whole reason. thing. It was a I whole was thing. There it. was like security videos had to be posted. Up. Who was My this phone bitch? was stolen. The one person that knows her name and is obviously a friend of the person that attacked me is the one person that, for some reason, isn't giving up the assailant's name. Well, she she so the girl like, stole your phone. Clearly in the video talking yeah. to this person and then but won't respond. Were you but okay? You, call, you called I was your okay, phone. Yeah. You called your phone. I called and my she was phone. Like, Come to a hotel. If you want your phone, meet me in a hotel parking lot with money at and a bag of weed. At five a.m. At five a.m. with money and a bag scary. of weed. It was really scary. And a bag of weed. And a bag of honey. What's the most fucked actually, up it thing? Was actually, just weed. It was honey. What's the most fucked up thing a fan's ever done or said? 
I had a cab driver try to rape me once, so I guess that. <gasps> but, oh, no. <laughs> oh he wasn't cute. Like, if he was cute, like, I'd have been it like, wouldn't have been rape. Wouldn't have been rape. That was, that was a little awful. weird. That was, that was, that was pretty terrible. Yeah, I was like, uh, this is crazy, but yeah. He, like, awful. literally tried to push himself inside of my door. Oh, my God. Yeah. <gasps> that never happens to me. How can people follow you on social media, honey? I am the Honey D on Instagram. I am Sir Honey D on Facebook and just Honey Davenport on everything else. Sasha. Um, Sasha Davenport, NYC on Instagram and just Sasha Davenport on Facebook and Couture Shade on Twitter. Well, you guys should look for these two bitches when they come to a city near you because they are fabulous. They're amazing. Thank you so much for Thank coming on the show. And I'm also Honey Davenport on Venmo, too, just in case. <laughs> oh, yes, never forget. <laughs> Thank you, Honey. Thank you, Sasha. Thank you, Nick Deo, for co-hosting these You're last welcome. two weeks. Thank you for having me. Next week, our favorite trans male sex worker, Jay, will be my guest co-host. Don't forget to follow me, me, on Twitter and Instagram, at Adam Sank. Email me at adam at adamsank.com and download my comedy album. Have a great week, bitches. Good night. Bye.